Okay, let's get started with this year's Shir Tafshin Ayindalad Parshas Bichu Kosai. As we have a Chazak Chazak Shabbos, here we have a couple of weeks before Chagashvuas, the day before Lag Omer this week. And Be'ez Hashem, we're not going to touch on Lag Omer, that'll be on the Shabbos here, those, uh, those here. But Be'ez Hashem will touch on other Inyanim relating to Bichu Kosai. So we start off with the beginning. Start off with the beginning. The first source uh, tells us in the Yam Simcha, he quotes the Balatur in the Balatur Manar Parsha. In the beginning, quotes in Bechukosai Telechu, Rashi Tevos. What's in Bechukosai Telechu? Avos Aleph Bet Tav Chaserksiv. But it's Avos, says the Balaturim. Ayin Balaturim the Rashi Tevos in Bechukosai Telechu. Who have Avos? Shetelchu b'derech Avos. Follow my ways. If you follow in the footsteps of your forefathers, that's following my ways. Telechu. The Yishlom Rabbi suggests the Yam Simcha, Rabbi Fried, the following based on the Arachayim HaKadosh. The Yishlom Rabbi Kavana, Api Arachayim, and Parshas Kedoshim. The Zelah Shono, this is the Arachayim. Vishamati, Mishem Anshei Emet, Ki, Diyokan Ha'av, Tagbir Koach HaKadusha Beven. The face, the Dmut of the Father can instill and imbue Kedusha in the Son. Vitimna Eyu Mavo El Hatiuv and prevent him from acting incorrectly. Volazeh, Misha Takfo Yitzro, and therefore it says the Arachaim Akadish, if we ever feel ourselves being overcome with a passion, with a rutzon, with a taiva to do something that we shouldn't be doing, Yitzayer Bainov Yoldov. Think of your parents. Focus on your parents. And that will be an inspiration for me. I don't want to disappoint them. I don't want to let them down. This is what they taught me. And that will prevent me from chet. And obviously that's the famous story of, by Yosef Atzadik, the Gemara in Sota, that Yosef, part of how he overcame Aisha's Potiphar, was rod So that's what, that's what forefathers do. And he quotes that from the Kavayasha, and he quotes that from others as well. That it's even Marumaz in the Pasik, in the word, by Yosef Atzadik, Vayimain, which we do with the Shalshelas, that he pre- prevented himself, he withheld himself, Vayimain is Rashi Tevos, Vayar Yosef Mare Aviv Negdo. Yosef saw the vision, the appearance of his father in front of him. Vayimain Yosef Milutame Yesnafsho. And Yosef prevented himself from becoming Tameh. That's what a vision of the most Yokno Shal Aviv could do. Vizel, and now the Yam Simcha uses that Arachayim HaKadosh and says, maybe that's what's happening here too. Vizel, be your Khan. In Bechukosei Teleichus, the Rosh Yevaz Ovos, go on my ways. How do we go on our ways? What's a strategy for us to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways? What's the way that we could do it? Klomar. Shetamid Tiyad, the most Yokno Shal Avoseichem Lefneichem. Always have your forefathers, Dmus. In front of you, Uz Al Kain Mitzvosaitishmarvatisamosam, then you'll be able to do the mitzvahs and guard them. You want to know how to protect yourself. One of the ways to overcome temptation to protect myself is to always think of our parents, to always think of our forefathers, and in that way that will prevent us from sin. Im Bichukosai Telechu. As we'll focus on the first syllable of each of those words as we hear it Bazashem this Shabbos. Okay, we continue now with the first Pasuk still, and the Medrash on the first Pasuk. Talk about two thoughts on the Medrash at the beginning of the Parsha. What does the Medrash say? You have it quoted in the first 
paragraph in source number two. In the Chukosetei Leicho Isa B'Medrish, Chashavti Darki Va'ashiva Raglai Elei Dosecha. David HaMelech says in Tehillim, I thought about my ways, Chashavti Drachai, V'yashiva Raglai, and I always returned my feet, my legs, to your testimonies. Elei Dosecha. What does that mean? I thought about my ways, and I came back to your testimonies. Omar David. Rabboni Shalom David says, Hashem b'chol yom v'yom hayisi mechashev. Every day I got up in the morning and said, I'm going to go here today, I'm going to go there today, I have this to do and that to do. V'omer, l'makom ploniu, l'beis ploni ani holech. I'm going here, I'm going to this house, I'm going to this place, and I'm going to all these, I have all these plans, David HaMelech says. V'hayuraglai meviyos oti l'beit teknesios l'beit midrashos. But every day I ended up in shul and in the base medrash. David HaMelech says, I have the, Every morning, I had planned to go to the supermarket and go to here and go to go to the go to check my uh, army, all different places, and I end up in the base medrash. That's the pasuk in Tehillim. Chashavti drachai. I thought about going various places. V'yashiva raglai le'edvosecha, and I my legs took me to that place. A medrash that we might be familiar with. Two thoughts on the medrash. Question number one. Fascinating question asked the Chassam Sofer. David Amelech. Every day, he says, I had, that's the language of the Medrash. Every day, he wanted to go to A, B, C, D, and E, and he ended off in Z. Right, he wanted to go to A, B, C, and he ended up in the base Medrash. Did he ever, like, plan on going to the base Medrash? It says, I had plans to go everywhere, and I always ended up in the base Medrash. Was there any day that he wanted to go to the base Medrash? And the base Akhenat says, and that's where his legs took him? From the Medrash, it says, B'chol yom v'yom, and the Chassam Sofer, and the Chidah. Quoted here in the Osiris HaTorah. Mipnei ma maise zed nishtei tzol david b'chol yom v'yom v'hayu raglov molichos oti l'beis ha-medrish v'chilo hayu yom shahalach l'chatchilo l'beis ha-medrish says the Chassam Sofer Muvah b'sfar ha-makdoshim tells us an insight which some of us might be familiar with in a different context. Ka'asher nichnas b'leiv ha-adam ratzon l'asos mitzvah Whenever we decide to do something positive, let's say we decide to do a mitzvah. Let's say we decide to learn something. Let's say we want to do something good. Lo yomar b'fivis mishalas libo. You know what? Don't say it. Don't say what you're going to do. Because the second that we say there are spiritual prosecuting forces, some people call this ein hara, right? There are certain spiritual prosecuting forces that, oh yeah, you want to do that? We'll see about that. We'll see if this gets, oh, you want to have the Chavrusa tonight? We'll try to orchestrate certain events that, that your plans don't happen. Man plans and God laughs. But, says the Chassam Sofer, in the name of earlier sources, you want to do something, just do it. Don't talk about it. Obviously, if you need to plan something, you need to plan it. But, if I'm planning privately to do something, don't sit, just do it. You don't have to tell anybody. So that I don't incite the Yitzhahara. He's going to try to prevent me. Once it's concretized, once it's concretized, then it's, we find this in other areas, right? The Gemara and the Brachas. If you have a bad dream, you shouldn't say it. Right? Because once I say it, it's concretized more. So if I say I'm going to do something, now the plan is out there. So now the the prosecuting forces are going to try to get it. If it's, I'm still thinking about it, if it's in my head, you know, it's still, it's still only in me. It's, it's private. 
And there are a number of sources that can be fit into this. The Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, Tafchafav, line number 11, Amar Ula, Machshava Mo'eles Afilu Ledivrei Torah. Ula makes an intriguing statement. Thought, Machshava helps even for Divrei Torah. What does that mean? Thought helps? You only have to think about learning? Rashi. Machshava, Sha'adam Machashev, Kach Vekach Eese, Kach Vekach Te'alebiyadi. If I think about doing something, learning or acting, mo that helps to quiet any negatives. Rashi saying, giving pshat and ula, if I say it, less of a chance is going to happen. Okay, yes, in terms of a ned there, you have to say the ned there, and then I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm held to it. But in terms of myself, if I want to do something, there are certain elements, there are certain sources that say, we shouldn't be motzi at me piv. We shouldn't say, okay, I'm going to plan to learn today five mishnayis. No, just learn five mishnayis. You don't have to say what you're going to learn. Ki skula, skipping down, quoting from the bina le'itim, kisha'ada motzi zem me piv, ain't obali de asiyas, also mitzah, also alimut. It's much harder. Ki adavar nishba bena makatragim, uma'orim. Again, maybe in the context of a mitzvah, it's different, like a siyum. Right, I should be zokhet to start mesechtas acheros or lasaimam. The focus is what we did already, and then we add on hashem to be mezakemi. Vizel shamer atana, and that's what the tana says. Al tomar, look at sheefne eshne, shem elotifne. Don't say it. Al tomar beficha shetirzalomor lashanos kshila chapnai. I'll plan on doing it because when I say ki ba'amr chakain. Maybe they will try to prevent you from, from doing it. In the footnote, which I didn't give you here, you can look it up, feel free if you're interested. He talks about what Malachim or the Makatrigim only know about, obviously once it's said, they don't know about what you're thinking. There are various Gemaras and Shas about Malachim or Nishamis, whether they know what's going on, whether they're involved in this world. But this obviously relates, relates to that. But that, now we return to our Medrash. The Kivan Shekain, David HaMelech. Yes, some days he had in mind to, to go straight to the Beis HaKnesses. But he never said it. He never said it. That's why he always ended up there. The Kivan Shekain, David HaMelech B'chol Yom, Kishayatza Mi Beis HaYem Mishakim Im Yitzro. He was wise with his Yetzer. V'hayem Mechashiv Yomer, B'fiv, L'makaploni Ani Olech. V'oz HaYetzer Piresh Bimenu. And it was easy, it was easy to go there. Says the Chidah, also related, amazing, quoting a bunch of different Chazals related to the same idea. Tzadikim, omrim ma'at va'usim harbei. Emor ma'at va'asei harbei. Why emor ma'at? Why can't it be emor harbei va'asei harbei? Why doesn't Tzadikim talk so much? Okay, a Russia is emor harbei va'asei ma'at, Efron Achiti. Okay, he spoke a lot. But what's wrong with a Tzadik also speaking a lot? And he'll do a lot. No, it's badafka emor ma'at va'asei harbei. Because I'm so busy talking, a lot of times maybe it not, might not get done. Right? I have, I have great plans. Just do it. Maybe do it while you're talking about it. Why do they say so little? Both. Ella says the chida. They don't talk about it. They just do it. The people who get everything done are the people who just are the doers. They're not the talkers. They're the doers. 
It says the Chidot to finish up. Maybe that's a deeper idea and understanding of the Pasuk, Shlomo HaMelech, Amarti Echkamav, Hirachokamimani. The Medrash uses that related to Paraduma. I'm wise, but it's far from me. According to this idea, Amarti Echkama. If I say it, Amarti Echkama, and I try to get wise, Hirachokamimani. Runs away from me. Once I say it, obviously, if Hashem asks me, right, or even so, right, what is, right we know the, the Psukim in, in Sefer Malachim, where Hashem asks the Mamelech, what do you want? I'll give you whatever you want. What does he ask for? Right, a lev lahavin. Right, I want Bina. So you got tremendous Bina. But there was a level that he couldn't get. Amarti echkama v'kama rechokim imeni. V'kama b'nei adam nechshalim b'inyanim elu v'chayotzi b'vlidas. How many times do we, you know, we say something and we don't end up doing it. I shouldn't have said it. Right? Oh, you gave us an Ayin Hara. I'm not saying this is Ayin Hara. But there's certain powers that try to get us not to fulfill our, our, our plans. Not to fulfill our plans. Maybe it's our own, the balance that Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us. The less we say it. If we want to make a net there, fine. But if we're just talking about planning it, then just do it and not, and not talking about it. Relating to the same medrash, same medrash. I saw, I found a sefer a couple of uh, a couple of months ago. My, my parents were zochet to make aliyah, so before they made aliyah, I went through a number of my bunch of my great my grandfather, my great grandfather were rabbanim in the Lower East Side, and I went through a lot of their sarm collection. I found a sefer there. I'm not sure who it is. The Shvile Chaim It's a sefer of Chaim El Aziri, who was a rav in Canton, Ohio. I don't know a lot of the elder European rabbanim went out to different stellers in in uh, America before the war. Who's it, Rav? I'm not sure. Maybe somebody, maybe a great-grandson or a great-granddaughter is listening out there. Email me, let me know. But the Shvili Chaim, I opened it up on Parshat V'chukosa. It's a beautiful drasha. We're going to have two pieces from him tonight. So in source number three, he quotes this Madrash. And he asks something a little different. He always ended up in the base Madrash. So how did he ever get anything done in life? It says, yom yom. An opposite question. Right? The first question was, he never wanted to go to the base Madrash in the first place. He asked the opposite question. If he always, every day, ended up at the base Medrash and in Shul, when was he a king? When did he judge? When did he take care of uh, leading the people? When did he see how everybody was doing? Right, a king has to be involved in the nation. It says, every day. Every day he ended up there. So he gives a different shot. Different shot. Let's find what he says. He says, again, he quotes the Medrash, B'chol Yom Vayom, left side of the page. Second line. Umispalim amafarshim. In David Gomer Bedaito, the Lechas lays a Makom. Vada is a Matar Yedula Neganedov. He asked it a little differently. But David Amalek wanted to go somewhere. So Lechora, he had a good purpose to going there. So why didn't he end up going there? Obviously, David wasn't like going to, to, to waste his time. If he had a plan to go to a certain area, to a certain place, he obviously was going there. The Sorah Mitzvah. So why didn't he end up going there? And how did he ever get anything done? Answer, he did go there. He went to all the places. But what does it mean that his feet always took him to the base bedroom, base HaKnesses? He looked at his entire life as if it was in the base bedroom, the base HaKnesses. Everything was part of Avodah Hashem. There was nothing out of the purview of service of God. Everything was the base medrash. The marketplace was the base medrash. Right? Business was the base medrash. The army was the base medrash. Because for David and Melech, that's what it was. 
Ela David Higiela Madrega Rama Kazu, Baabodas Habore, Shakol Maasav, Asakava Pratiyim, all of his private actions. Hayukulam Lashem Shamayim, Vikala Makom Shahayaba, wherever he was, Chashavalav, Kilu Hayabes Knesses, Ubes Madrish. Wherever he was, that was his view. Ubegain Kachem, because of this Omar, Heshavti Darkai, Bechomakom, everywhere I am. And he margishes atzmi kilu b'makom kodesh, right? Like the Kutzker. the Kutzker says b'chol makom, right? That the the washing of Hakadosh Baruch Hu to Moshe Rabbeinu by the snare. Hamakom asher to Omeru of Admas Kodesh. The Kutzker says that it applies to each of us. You see where you're standing? That's Admas Kodesh. He's talking to every Jew. Wherever we are, that's a place where we can be makadesh. We can sanctify. Hamakom asher to Omeru of the place where we are. Anmas Kodesh. That was his attitude. Wherever he was, it was Anmas Kodesh. That was Moshe Rabbeinu. Vizeo amuvan amiti. And that's the real, true. B'chukosai telechu. Right? Go in my ways. Everything has to be, everything has to be L'shem Shemayim. And that is, that was David's Hashkafa. Right? It's even seen through the Halacha. We mentioned many times Tosfus in the first parak and Brachas on Dafyad Aleph where Tosfus discusses why don't we say Berchaz Torah every time we learn? We say Berchaz Torah one time in the morning. And we go through the whole day. Right before the shir tonight, none of us made berachas Torah. right? We're all yotze with what we did in the morning, right? Why, why, why not? We haven't learned. What were we doing right before we came to the shir? We weren't learning, right? So what are we doing? The answer is, says Tosus, because there's never a hefsek. Eino miyayish daito, and the way Tosus might be one thing, but other achronim in the in the in the in the back under the rush, the Divrei Hamudos explains because wherever you are, there are halachas. So Torah never has a hefsek. Wherever I am, I'm in the base madrash. I'm in the base haknesses. It's part of Avodah Hashem. So David literally didn't end up there. Didn't end up there. But he had the same, it was no less valuable than being in an actual Beis HaMedrash and Beis HaKnesis. Okay. And one more thought related to the first Pasuk. Again, you can't, uh, can't not talk about the first Pasuk at length. If you remember in past years, not this year, but as you mentioned, the Archaim HaKadosh has 42 Pshatim. On the first Pasuk in the Parsha, we've done a few of them over the years, uh, right? But not, uh, we mentioned the story about the about those 42 Pshatim in the past, but not for now, but we'll focus on other thoughts on the first Pasuk. And this one is from Rav Zevin. We haven't had in a couple of weeks. Obviously, the famous Rashi, in Bechukose Telechu, Rashi quotes, Havu Amelim Batorah. Right? Amelos, hard work in Torah. Hard work, right? It's an extra phrase. In if you follow my ways, and keep my mitzvahs. Following my ways is keeping my mitzvahs. So one means keeping the mitzvahs, and one is the hard work. Says the La Torah Vlamod in Rav Zevin. Hahadgasha Amelim. Lo Oskim Torah Ela Amelim Ba. It's hard work in Torah. Not just involvement, the hard work. Says Rav Zevin. Classic. There are three elements in Talmud Torah. Usually we think of two elements. As others formulate it, Talmud Torah Lishma and Talmud Torah Lomonamnaz Lasos. Rav Zevin is going to go a little deeper into those, but give us a third. There are three, and, and expand on that. There are three elements in Talmud Torah. Three goals, three aspirations that we should have. Says Rav Zevin, Limud Yedia Vahavana. Learning, knowledge, and understanding. That's what he calls it. What's each one? 
Halimud who etzem halimud. Number one is the actual learning. Af even if I don't understand it. Just the act of learning. The act of learning purifies. That itself is the ultimate activity that a person can be involved in. The most sublime activity that a person can be involved in. Talmud Torah Kulam. Kulam. We've mentioned in the past the beautiful thought of the of the Maharal on the beginning of Pirkei Avos, where the Torah says, Al Torah Avod Chasadim, and the Maharal notes that those three are parallel to the big three Averos. Because the Maharal asks, why are there only big three? What about Shabbos? Why isn't that Pikuach Nefesh? Right? Why, why, why do you have to Yehari Yavar? Why do we say Pikuach Nefesh is Docha? Right? Why, why do we have the big three and not the big more than three? Says the Maharal, because they're parallel to the three pillars that the world stands on. And if any of those pillars would be violated, if we violate any of the Averos, then we'd be knocking one of those pillars. So the whole world would cease to exist. So we have to give our life. And the Maharal explains, two out of three are pretty straightforward. Shvichas Damim and Gimilas Chesed are opposites of each other. Avodah Zara and Avoda are opposites of each other. But what about the third one? Gili Arias and Torah. How are those opposite? Explains the Maharal in Derech Haim in his commentary on Pirkei Avos. Giliarayas is the most animalistic, mundane, physical activity that we can be involved in, in this world. Tama Torah is the most sublime, the most elevated, uplifted activity that we can be involved in. That's Torah. That's the act of learning. Even if I don't understand it. Just the act, going through the different sources. Af maven klum. Back to Rav Zevin now. Even an Amaharetz who does not understand anything, It doesn't get any knowledge. There's a mitzvah of limud. Everybody says berachas in the morning, even though they don't understand anything. So number one is Limud, and it doesn't matter on the level. The story is told that the stifler was once in a taxi, and he was sitting next to the, the taxi driver, and the taxi driver was started talking to him. He says, you know, Rebbe, I'm having Chalisha Sadas, a little depressed. I'm busy all day, from morning till night. Five o'clock in the morning, I start my shift, and now I finally get off. I go into the shul. I go, you know, for a half an hour for a shear. I dive in my and I go to sleep. I fall asleep at the shear every night. Every night the rabbi starts talking, boom, I'm out. I'm out. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready to give it up, right? It's not worth it. I go, I sleep. The Gemara's open in front of me. I hear some things in the recesses of my brain, but it's not. Stifle says, keep going. You're an onus. You're, you're doing the act. You're involved in the action. Beyond that, it's, it's out of your control right now. You're but honest with Parnassah, you don't have a choice right now, but the Shem, there'll come a time when you'll be able to take a little, take a little breather, take it a little easier. But the Shem says, that's it. That's, that's Lima. That's number one level, says the Stipe, says the uh, Rav Zevin. Number two, Hayidiyah, line seven. He ladas ha-halachos That's deeper. That's to know. To have clarity. Ha-kasher va-pasel. Ha-asur va-mutter. Ha-chayi va-pater. Ha-tami v-tar. Right, to know exactly what the halacha is. And then Rav Zevin says, this doesn't only include halacha. Even if there's no halacha lamaisa. 
What if I'm just learning a piece of Gemara that is not halacha l'maisa? Yesh l'adam ashakas l'adas mashakas of sham u'ma'amur sham to have clarity of the sugya to know what I'm learning. That's another level. That's yidiyah satora. Again, separate. This is not lumina baslasos. That's a little different than usually as understood. This is just no learning to, and ultimately to get clarity. To get clarity whether it's halacha l'maisa. To get clarity is what is this opinion? What is this opinion? What does Beishamai hold? Right? To n- know the opinions. To know the concepts. To know the Shah's topic. To know the famous ideas about every, every, every sugya. Ubechlal ha-yediya afazikaran. Included in that is remembering it. Lizkar ma-shalam ad To try to remember it. Raki shomer l'chosh v'nafshcha mod. Pentish l'achsedvarim. That's Lama 2. There's Limud, there's Yediya, and then Havana. Havana means not just learning and not just knowing, but understanding the depths, to plumb the, the, the treasures that the Torah is, that the Torah represents. Explanation, Svaris, Lamdis. To know where things come from. The give and the take. The ultimate level. The depths. They're also great. And sometimes we'll only get to those levels. Ella, the deepest level. To go as deep as we can into the different facets of what we are learning. Says Rav Zevin, we all want to get to level three. That's the goal. There's only one way to get there. It only comes with hard work. It comes with hard work. We all, Rav Nevin Zal writes, we all want to learn Shas in one night. We all want to. We all want to learn Shas. If it, uh, we'll, we'll stay up all night tonight. All night we'll stay up, as long as I can learn it. Right? We're not like Reb Chaim, who the night of his bar mitzvah, you know, wanted to uh, stay up all night and he learned the first 70 blot of Maseches Zvachim. Right? That's, we're not, that's, that's not even all Shas. Says Reb Zevin, we all want to. But the only way is day in and day out. And the hard work. And just like a farmer seeds, and he doesn't see Paris right away until after the winter, after he waters it and works it and gets it through, and then years later, right, or months later for the farmer, he, he sees the fruits. So too with a human being. It's hard work, and it's not overnight. The Gemara says, he quotes it here, Adam Yulad, in life we're born to work. We're born to work. That's a Jewish attitude. We're born to work. What type of work? We're born to work with our mouths. Doing what? We're born to work in mitzvos. And we're also born to work in Amelus and Torah. Shemis Yagim Yoser, the Amelim Yoser, Mivinim Yoser, Yoker. The harder we work, the more we understand. And we have to push. Right? We understand this in all other areas of halacha. 
Many times, especially sometimes the youth, they, oh, I can't understand it, I don't like this. In other, any other area, you realize that it's, if it's tough material, I just got to work harder to try to understand it. And then I'll, I'll feel the, the Havana afterwards. If you want to go, if we want to grow, says Rav Zevin in the last paragraph, we don't want to stay in one place. Right? In all other areas of life, we don't want to stay in one place. Most other areas, if we're in a certain job, we look forward to eventually getting a promotion at some point in our lives, moving up the ladder in the company. So why not in Ruchnias too? At every stage of our life. When during our life should we say, okay, I'm plateaued? Right? This is where I am and I'm good. No. Throughout our lives. This is what we have to try to have the attitude. And the only way is through Amelos Pato. Amelos Pato. Okay. Moving right along. So we have the beginning of the parsha, Mechukose Telechu. And if you follow my way, so Hashem gives us a couple of brachas. Quantitatively, one of my Talmudim asked me this week, you know, it's, the brachas are so much shorter. We only get like six psukim of brachas, and we get a 50 psukim of klalos. Okay, question, not for now. But the Torah tells us some brachos. Rain and yuvul will get produce and the wonderful fruit. All the silos will be overflowing. We'll eat, we'll feel good. Wonderful, wonderful brachos. Back to the Shvile Chaim. This was the beginning of his drasha. Rav Chaim Al-Aziri from Canton, Ohio. The question that many ask, and that is, how could the Torah list off any schar, any brachos? Schar mitzvah b'hai al-maleka. We can't fathom the schar, the reward for even one mitzvah. The whole world can't fathom the schar that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the nachas ruach that we bring to Hashem by being nice to each other, by davening properly, by doing a chesed. By smiling at another person. We can't fathom how happy that makes Hashem. So there's nothing in this world that, that be, can be given to us. So what does it mean? Milvad There are various times that brachos are mentioned. But how does that work with the Gemara in Avodazara? Hayom la'asosa you do the mitzvahs today, schar is in the next world. How are we supposed to understand these sukkim? That we're going to get schar, right? All the fruit and the trees and the rain. We know. How is it possible? This explains the Shvile Chayim. When a person needs Tvua or Peros. It's known, as we just mentioned, actually. A farmer, or anyone. We go out to our garden, we plant something. I plant a vineyard. I know that it takes time. I know that things don't grow overnight. Right? We know the story from Isaacus Tainus, right, of the elderly man who was planting a tree so that in 70 years from now, his child, could have, his grandchild could have what to eat. So we know that. That's natural. There's nothing strange about that. 
Line 10. Me'olam eno mis'onein she'alav l'chakot zman rav at she'yizkel asofas t'vuaso l'garno perosav l'asmo. The farmer doesn't get mad that the next morning he grows out, he doesn't see apples on the tree. He doesn't get mad about that because he understands that it takes time. That's natural. You can't change that. Parenthetically, parenthetically, just to mention, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, the Rambam's reason for Arla, if you remember the Mornavuchim, was that there were certain magicians and sorcerers who had the power to make things grow very quickly. So we docked to the opposite. Arla, we wait three years, right, to delay. But naturally, things don't grow quickly. Ulam. But if you think about it, says the Shvile Chaim, if we think about history, very early history, when we think about Maisabracious, it wasn't like that during Maisabracious. What happened by Maisabracious? The says, let there be fruit. And fruit come out. Grass. Grass grows. Took a second. It took a second. There was no delay. Everything grew. And says the Tanchuma, when Adam was created, when Adam Arishon and Ganeiden used to plant things, it grew that day. He planted in the morning, he took a little nap, he took a little walk, he came back, he picked the apples. Adam notea ilan va'osa peres miyad. What happened? Ulam. Kishachata Adam. When Adam sinned, niskalaloha adama bavurao, as we read in the, cur- in the punishments, the ground will be cursed because of you, Adam. Ve'evsikalozi peres miyad. Part of the klala, aru adama bavurecha, is that there's a delay in the growth. There's a delay. Mashmah said, but what do you see? Naturally, it should grow immediately. It's only because of our sins. That's why we work hard. But explains the Shvilei Chayim Lefichach, F. Sharmaod, line 27. It is very possible that if at any time in history we perfect our ways, we improve ourselves, and we get back to the certain level that they were at before the chait, maybe it'll go back. Maybe it'll go back to what it was. And you know what he says? There were two times in history that it happened. There were two times in history that we went back, so to speak, to the pre Chait, state. As Chazal say, line 30, Kivan Shiyatsu Yisrael mi Mitzrayim, Vayimahalchim Bamidra, Wabadei Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, Hori Lamakadish Baruch was Hamon, Vigaz Lamas Haslav, Vayabalamas Haber, they got the Mon to eat, they got the Slav, they got the Be'er, Vayakal Shevet, Veshevet, Oselo, Amas Hamayim, Umachnes, that's slow. This is all the Medrish. Vayanotea Boteinim, Verimonim, Vayosem Peros, Ben Yoman. They planted trees. The whole thing was miraculous. It was a desert. They planted and it grew that day. Kishem shahaya mitchilas periyaso shalolam. Eitz peri ose pri lamino. The dar hamidbar. 
up until Chet Egel. They were Zoha, they returned to the state of Adam and Chava, Lefnei HaChet. So we see, when we would reach perfection, if we would reach the highest levels, Pascha Zuamasan, the Zuama that was given to us, that went into us with the Chet, that was lost, that left us. The problem is it returns. It returns by the Chet of the Egel. The Chulu. And then he quotes also in Eov, in the days of Eov, which has ten different opinions in but Mesechus of Basra, when Eov lived, many, some say he never lived, it was a mushal, but according to most opinions, he did exist at some point, but he says there also, But either way, what do you see from these two examples in history? It could come back. So now says the Shvi Lechayim, we have a totally different understanding of our couple of Sukkim of the Brachas at the beginning of Pasha Kosai. What was the question? What kind of Schar could you have in this world? Schar Mitzvah Bayam What do you mean Brachos and rain and Daesh and, and a lot of growth? No, it's, these aren't the Brachos. You know what the Sukkim are really saying? In Kosai Telechu, I'm going to bring you back to the state of affairs pre- Chait of Adam and Chava. That's what it's saying. V'nasati lach l'chem la'sova. And all v'yisem l'chem daish is bats y'vazi yadik azareth. That's the, the, the schar per se. But it's saying, I'm going to go back to that state. U'minikudat hashkafazu is biru chazaz ha'brachaz li'yisrael. At the bottom. Im'yu ne'amonin l'tarasam. V'nasna ha'aretz is yivula. Maybe that's even pshat of what we say in Shema every day. M'shamoa tishma'u. We talk about, we're always focused. It's amazing. All the focus of reward in the Torah is always agriculture. It's always agriculture. Why is it always agriculture? Why don't we like, Hashem said, I'm going to give you a lot of money. No, it's always agriculture. Why? Because that's the point. The agriculture means it's going to go back to Adam and Chava before the Chet. That's the Schar. We're going to get back to that level. And it's going to be a totally different existence. That's the... That's what we're saying. And that's what we're davening for, says the Shvi Lechaim. And he said it's even a Ramban. It's even a Ramban. Turning the page. Source number six. Right, the Ramban says this. Vishbadi Ares. As we know, it's a Machlokas Tanoim, Rabbi Yudan, Rabbi Shimon. What does the Pasuk mean? Line six now. Source 696. I will remove any wild animals from the land. So what does that mean? Machlokas doesn't mean they'll be there but they won't be wild or does that mean they won't be there at all? We discussed that a couple of years ago. That Machlokas between Rabbi Yudin and Shimon. But either way, the Ramban says it's going to be like pre-Chet when the animals didn't kill each other. Because remember then, the animals had Das. We weren't even allowed to eat animals because the animals had certain Das. Line 12. The whole world changed because of the Chet. Right, the whole Bria changed. And the Rabban writes, when Mashiach comes or when we when we're Zoha, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to pre to prechate. So that's how we have to view all these brachas, says the Shvili Chaim, not as Schar Bolamazeh, but just as getting back to the to the state that existed before Adam and Chav, before the Chet. Okay, Vaita, let's continue. So now, we got to talk a little bit about the Tochacha, that is the major element of the Parsha, Parachava Pasuk Let's go all the way 
uh, right into the uh, the middle, towards the end actually of the Tochacha. The Pasuk says, after quoting a couple of curses, I will scatter you amongst the nations. I will empty out swords on you. The land will be desolate and your cities will be destroyed. Uz, then Hashem says in Pasuk Lamed Dalid, Then the land will rest from its Shabsos. What does that mean? Right, all the days of desolation, and you will be in the land of your enemies. What does that mean? Rashi explains, Oz This will appease God's anger. Shem's angry about the Shemitos that were not fulfilled, the laws of Shemitah that were not fulfilled during the earlier times. The Herzas, the Melchashab, Soseha, the Chudu. So the focus is the lost Shemitahs. And the question is, Yaakov Kamenetsky, I'm sorry, I just misnumbered them out of order. We're going to do Emes Liyakov first, source number nine. Why is Shemitah the focus? Yes, it's terrible. We spoke about it last week. But out of all the mitzvahs, how did our parsha start off? In It's pretty general. And at least it's focused on Talmud Torah. So why, Dafke, is this the Avera mentioned in the, in the Tochacha? Which one is mentioned explicitly? Why is that? Is it going on all of the sins? So Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky just has a structural ha'ara. Structural ha'ara. How we have to see the entire section of the Torah that we're in the middle of. Says Rabbi Yaakov, and is one unit. And sometimes we have to read it. Sometimes we don't appreciate this when we have a Chumash. It's easier to understand than see this. Sometimes when we look at a Tanakh. We look at a Tanakh, not a Tanakh without Mepharshim. Just a Tanakh, and we see the Psuchos and the Stumos. It's easier sometimes to see the structure of Torah Shebech looking in that way. So this Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, you look at the beginning of Perachaf Hay. That's where our section starts. And it goes through the end of the Tochacha, where we have a new Vaidaber Hashem HaMoshelimar. We start off Bahar with Vaidaber Hashem El Moshe Bahar Sinai Lemar. Says Rabbi Yaakov, then that goes straight. What do we start off with? Shemitah and Yovel. And then what? Then we get into Onah and Ribis. Why? That's an offshoot of Shemitah and Yovel. Because Yovel has to do with things I sell and they go back during Yovel. How much do I sell them for beforehand? It's all connected. And then how to deal with you know, people who became poor. Because it's all directly related, says Rabbi Yaakov. Let's read his words, and then we'll get to Bechuk Osai. Line 15. Ulefichach. Nirali, says Rabbi Yaakov. Dehoinyan maskil mi seder, vaydabar Hashem, Moshe v'har Sinai. Perech hafei pasak alef, through Remember, the prakim that we have do not have a Jewish source, the prakim that we have. We have just sections. This is all one section. That's the beginning. And rolling out from this, related to this, is And then that also relates to Yovel. 
and avadim, that all has to do with Yovel. All of Bahar is connected to each other. That flows right into the beginning of our parsha. In Amelus Bator, what does that have to do with Shemitah and Yovel? Because what are we supposed to be doing during Shemitah? If we're all from our fields, if we have more free time, we're supposed to be devoting ourselves to Talmud Torah. So it's all in the context of appropriate behavior. Obviously, there have to be some people working to, to, to get the produce out, but not in the regular way, all the different details of Hilcha Shemitah. Shekol Yisrael hayu osashana amelim batorah. V'im lo tishmuli hainu. Shelo yihiyu amelim batorah. V'zeh nikra einu shomer shviyas. When we're not doing, we're not doing b'chukosei telechu. It says of Yaakov, that's part of Shemitah. Because that's what we're supposed to be doing during Shemitah. And that's what flows from the previous parsha. Shekeshem, shekol shapsos hashana. Nitnuli Yisrael, Kadeshi is Askumem Batorah, just like every Shabbos is given to us as a special time to focus on Akadosh Baruch Hu and Ruchnius and Torah, that's Shemitah. As we spoke last week also, the parallels between them. Kimoche Nitna Shabbos Haaretz, Kadesha Ko Yisrael Yasku Batorah Baosashana. So we would have more time, and that's why at the end of that year, Sukkis, we have the Mitzvah of Hakel, after the year of Shemitah, when we're all in a mood, we've just had a whole year. And if we're not b'chukosei telechu, that's a b'china of not keeping Shemitah properly. And that's why the Torah says that. The Torah says, what Kodesh Baruch wants, the kapara for the Shemitahs, because all this section, these two prakim, perachavav, talk all about appropriate behavior and related activities and mitzvos to, to Shemitah. Okay. We continue. A couple of psukim later. One of the more well-known psukim in the parsha is quoted there in the beginning of source number seven, in the middle of the uh, towards the end of the tochacha. Vizacharti as brisi Yaakov. I will remember the bris I have with Yaakov. Right, one of the only times it's spelled Male with a vav. Yaakov va'afes brisi Yitzchak va'afes brisi Avraham. Every bris I have with Yaakov Yitzchak and Avraham Ezkar v'ha'aretz Ezkar. Right. The passing that Hashem remembers the bris avos and the bris of Eretz Yisrael. Ask the Miprine HaTorah, Rav Chadad from Be'er Sheva. Yesh lahavin. Madua HaTorah lo manta eshloshes avos kesidram. Why backwards? Why backwards? Yes, Rashi says, if, you know, why Rashi quotes one answer. Let's recall Rashi. You obviously can't go without Rashi. Lama nimno achoranis, says Rashi. Klomar. Kedai hu Yaakov akatan lakach. Just Yaakov avinu would have been good enough. Vemeno kedai, and if he's not good enough, you got Yitzchak with you. Vemeno kedai, Avram's with, and if not, you got Eretz Yisrael. Okay, but still, you could have said Avram. If he's not kedai, Yitzchak. If he's not kedai, got to work on that Rashi. So he explains based on a marshal. Explains based on a marshal. Adam echad nichnas lachanut. Somebody comes into the store, wants to buy some nuts. Wants to buy some nuts. He paid the seller. He says, you know, can you throw in a couple more? I bought a whole thing, you throw in a couple more? It's like you go to the bagel store. You get a dozen bagels. One more. One more. Baker's dozen. Right? So sometimes they'll give it. Okay, fine. There was a child that was next to this Kona of nuts. 
the he saw that the mocher, the seller, threw in a couple of nuts. Free. It's like, wow, free nuts. Because he sticks out his hand to the seller and says, can I please have those nuts? He says, no, you got to pay for it. So, the guy, so the, he said, what do you mean? You just gave this guy two or three free nuts. He says, no, but he bought a whole package. If you buy a whole package, then I'll throw in a couple extra. But if you're not buying anything, you didn't buy the ichor, you can't have the tafel. Vahanimshal. This is the mashal. He says, if the order was Avram, Yitzchal, remember Avram, remember Yitzchal, remember Yaakov, there might be other nations that come involved. Avram, if Avram is the ichor, there are other people that could be involved. Yitz, meaning Yitz, um, Yishmael. Yitzchak, oh, there's an Esav. Right, there are other people that have something to say. I'm going to start backwards. So you don't even have the Iker. You don't, have, you don't get to first base. You don't have step one. I'm going to remember the verse of Yaakov. No other nation could open up their mouths. Yaakov Avinu, that's the shift teka. Zachardi has Brisa Yaakov. And only after that, as Brisa Yitzchak, V'kivan Shebenei Yishmael, V'esav, Elohim, Kolzchos L'Gabe Yaakov. They're not related to Yaakov Avinu at all. They can't ask for a Tosefes Chus. They don't have the Iker. You can't ask for the Tafel. You can't ask for the Osafa. Quote that from the Ol Yaakov for the Dubna Magid. Just like in the store. You can only ask for the extra if you have the Iker. So here we start off with Yaakov and that's the Iker he's left out. This type of mushal, it's not exactly the same, but the same exact type of mushal is used by the Torah Tamima in a totally different context. And it's not in the Torah Tamima's commentary on Chumash. It's not in his commentary on the Siddur and the Baruch Sha'amar or on the Haggadah. It's in that famous biography, My Uncle, the Nitziv, the Makar Baruch, that many years ago was banned by certain circles. But it's an amazing, amazing, wonderful biography. If you can get your hands on it, uh, some uh, back copy, it's uh, highly, highly uh, recommended. I remember I read it as a, as a, as a child. And, uh, but again, I would, this is a story that stuck out. The Nitziv was once asked by a Moskiel. I gave you the end of the story, not the whole thing. It's four pages long. But you can look it up. Page source number eight. It was asked by a Moskil. He says, Nitziv. He says, the Tartamimo was the nephew of the Nitziv. That's why that was my uncle, the Nitziv. It was his uncle and his brother-in-law. Because after it was his uncle, the second marriage, the Nitziv married the Tartamimo's sister. Worked out. Married his niece. So he's the uncle and the brother-in-law. But when he wrote it, it was the uncle. My uncle, the Nitziv. So one time a Moskil comes over to the Nitziv. And says, I don't understand how you could be such a great baldiktuk and grammar. You know all of these scholarly elements, right? Diktuk, Hebrew language. The Nitzvah was an expert in all these issues. How do you, we spend all our lives doing that? And you still know it better than us. And you spend your life in the base letters, learning Sosa and Nesivas. How do you, are you such an expert in all these areas? The Nitzvah gave the same marshal. The mashal of somebody who is who is and went to a wholesaler to buy huge amounts of whatever the material was, and there was a lot of packaging, tape and and boxes and 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 uh, you know the packaging that goes with it, tons and tons of stuff. And there was somebody in the factory that that saw the person who was take, come there to take his wares and says, "Wow, how much how much does the packaging cost?" So he says, "The packaging is nothing." I buy the merchandise. They throw, I'm buying the, the, the merchandise. The packaging is nothing. They don't charge me for the packaging. So the guy's like, really? Wow. So he goes to the owner of the, of the factory. Can I have four boxes and three rolls of tape? And 
It's like, what are you talking about? He says, what do you mean? You, you, no, the packaging doesn't cost anything. He says, of course it costs something. This guy is buying so much merchandise, we'll throw it in for him. But if you don't buy anything, if you're not focusing on the ichor, you're not going to get anything. Says the Nitziv. I spend my entire day in Shas and Poskim, learning everything with Amilus Matores, Rav Zevin said before. HaKadosh Baruch Hu throws in the extras. HaKadosh Baruch Hu throws in the packaging. Through the learning, you know, comes the diktuk and the this and the that. You know, it throws it in. But this is all you spend your time on, just the packaging. It's important. It's important, but, but this is your ikker. You don't focus on, 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 the, on, on what's being packaged. Right? He says, and now let me come to the main point. How did I manage to acquire such an extensive knowledge of the Hebrew language without putting in the same amount of time and effort and you and other linguists I have? I acquired a lot of expensive Torah merchandise, spending years of exhausting toil to possess a rich and broad background in the Talmud, his commentary, and also related literature. At the paying this tremendous price, I was given the small things, the grammar and delight for nothing. It was thrown in. Kodesh said, here, you can take it. But you must kill him. You didn't buy any of the important merchandise. You were focusing on the insignificant items. In that case, it's only fair you pay full price for the merchandise, investing the best of your abilities in the time and the effort. The same type of marshal given by the Dubna Magid to explain our Pasuk of why Yaakov Avinu is first, and it is out of order. Okay. First time I've quoted that in these Shiurim, but it's about time. My uncle didn't say. Okay, two more thoughts for the evening. One is really a drasha. So we're going to go through it quickly, but feel free to use it as a drasha. From Rav Yosef Nechemya Kornitzer, also based on the same Pasuk. Avram Yisrael Yaakov, and his question is, why does each Av get their own bris? Bris Avos. Hashem made a different covenant with each of the Avos. Right? It was a charity. As Brisi Yaakov, Yitzchak, for Avraham. Why do you have to say, or Vachatarati as Brisi Yaakov, Av es Yitzchak, Yavaz Avraham. Why? There's a special, separate word, bris by every one, by each one of the Avos, as if there's an extra separate element. So what is a bris? Tzarech biur. Shalom atzinu b'torah, source of a ten. Rabbi Yosef Nechemi, corn insert, the last rub and cracker. Shalom atzinu b'torah, bris chadasha l'kol echad, mea avos, rakad kadosh baruchu, chideshim kol echad v'echad, it's a bris, right? Didn't he just renew the previous one? What does it mean that there's a separate bris by each one? So two points he has. First, he has a general point which has to do with the word bris, which he said he said at a bris milah. On line 12, line 13, he quotes the bracha that a father says at a bris. Right? Say, anybody has a shalom zachar this week, a bris? Here it is. What does it mean? Lahachniso. To bring him. What do you mean the him? Shouldn't it say, Lahachnis Benenu? Our son. We have to talk about him in like the third person. Right? You say that in Peshat Samila. Lahachniso? See, he says on a deeper level. What's a bris? The Pasuk says, by Avram Avinu, by the bris Mila, but it's not brisi benecha. I will place a bris between us. To be for the bris is so that I could be for you for a god. The bris is allowing Hashem to have a relationship with us. That's what the pasuk says. Why? 
Liyos lecha lelokim. A bris is what allows Hashem to then have the relationship with this Jew. Lahachniso bivritzah shalavavino. You know what lahachniso? Him. That's capital H. Lahachniso. We're not being machnis our child. We are. But through the mila, we are allowing Hashem to enter into and to have the relationship with our son. so Hashem, to bring him, to be machnes Hashem, by committing, by being Moser Nefesh through the Bismillah, or being machnes HaKadosh Baruch Hu, into the bris. Lachniso Bivriso, to be machnes into the bris that he made with Avram Avinu. Lachniso Bivriso, Shal Avram Avinu. Number one, that's what a bris is. And that's what every bris with the Avos was. The bris was to allow Hashem to come and have the relationship with us. And now he says, what was the bris with, 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 with each one? So explain to the of I'm not going to go through the each one uh, at length, but just to mention. He says when we daven, if he asked the average, per, average Jew on the street, give me top three. Top three topics that you daven for. Right? Obviously, we say the whole Shemona asks, right? But give me top three. Three, two, one. Right? What are the top three things that you're daven about? So, pretty much, we would all say the same thing. Number one, our family, our kids. Number two, ourselves, our lives. Our lives should be healthy, fulfilling. And number three, to have bread on the table, parnasa. I mean, what are the, what are the brachas that we have most kavan in, in davening? Right? Rafainu, barichaleinu, and then children, wherever they fit in. Shmakaleinu, wherever it is. So that's it. Children, our lives, and our parnasa. That's it. Says Rabbi Yosef Nechemia, think about each of the avos. Each of the avos. Hine. Each of our avos, obviously, were great and amazing in all ways, but each of them epitomized one of these. Yaakov Avinu, obviously, children. Shifteka. The only one of the, of the avos that had children who were all righteous. Obviously, they had their moments which we pay for at Ayom Hazet, right? The Mechiris Yosef, we still haven't outgrown that. But Shifteka, Mitaso Shlema, right? At the, on his deathbed, the Gemara says, I'm Sachim, right? I, maybe there's a Psal, Shema, listen, Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, Shema Yisrael. They all said it. And he said, Baruch Shem. So Yaakov Avinu is children. That's the bris. Kodesh Baruch helps us out with that bris. Number two, Chaim. What's Chaim. Chaim, second column. We don't want to be taken before our time. Amazing. Says Rabbi Yosef Nechemia. Yaakov and Avraham were both taken before their time. Remember Yaakov? Rashi quotes it. The end of Sefer Bracious. He lost 33 years of his life because of those extra words that he complained to Paro. That's why he lived less. Avram Avinu, what does Chazal say? Five years earlier, so he wouldn't see Esav go out to Tarbuzra. Only Yitzchak lived a life that was Shalem. There was no cutoff. He lived the longest, obviously, 180, right? But that's, Yitzchak symbolizes a fulfilling life. He never left Eretz Yisrael, a perfect life. He's called an Ola Tamima. Right, he symbolizes Chayim. And finally, Avram Avinu, the third topic of Tfila, Parnassah, Mizone. Why? The other two Avos had a hard time with their Parnassah. Yitzchak was fighting 
fighting with the Roe, right? The Roam of Grar. What are you fighting with the Be'er, number one, number two? Fights! Yaakov and Lavan. Obviously. How many times? Hesalas, Maskurtia, Seres Monim. Avram Avinu, Nisiyah Lokimata Betochenu. Bimavchar Kvarenu Kvaras Pesacha. Avram Avinu, at least Parnasa wise, he was comfortable. Right? He was, he had it. Those are the three brisos. Each of the avos gets a bris because they symbolize the covenant that we have with the Kaddish Baruch regarding each of these three major areas that are basically our focus in life. These are the three areas. Rabosa, if there's any other focus in our lives, we have to make sure it's as valuable and significant as these three. Right? Because we have to, if, it's, if not, you know, it's probably connected to these three, but if not, maybe it's, we have to re, readdress our priorities. But these are the three. And then he even says all the way at the end, in source 11, turning over. Maybe this is also hinted to in Rebbe's, Rebbe Danasi, you know, at the end of his life, Ksubis uh, Kuv Gimel gave instructions to his children on his deathbed. What does he say? Right, the Gemara says that he came back to, to, to make Kiddush. The Sefer Hasidim says every Shabbos. But anyway, the Gemara says, what were his instructions? Mita Mutzas Bimkoma, set my bed. Nerye Dalak Bimkomo, light the candle. Shulchan Yeherak Bimkomo, set the table. And the Gemara seems to be pretty to be pretty literal, but explains Rabbi Yosef Nechemya. Maybe these are also they are symbolic. What does it mean? Mita, my bed. So my bed, mitaso shleima, is what the phrase used for by Chazal for children. You know, I daven for my children. Ner, ner Hashem nishmas adam yedalik bimkomo. I should be zochet for Chaim Tovin. The ner Hashem is the nishmas adam, and the third, the shulchan, the table symbolizes mizonos. Right? Those are the three things that we daven for and we pray. for. Okay, final thought for the evening. One thought in the last parak in the, in the Sefer. You can't just skip parach of Zion. Right? A lot of mitzvahs. A lot of mitzvahs in parach of Zion. Hekdeshos and Charamim and, and Meiser Behema and Temura. A lot of mitzvahs. Why is this here? Why is this parak here? I, I might have mentioned this in a past year in the Shirim, but it's worthwhile mentioning again. Why is this parak here? Doesn't seem so exciting after the the climax of, of the brachas and the klalas says the klayakar. It's all about promises. Hektish, nidarim, arachin. Right? All these elements of giving these to the base of Migdash. Says the klayakar. The Torah is just alluding to human nature. People, we are always ready to be no dare something. Whether it's money, whether it's time, whether it's a new resolution after Tsaris. When there are Tsaris on the horizon, everybody makes the dar. Right? After the Tokacha. Right? What's the next Pasik? Kiyafli Neder. Why? Because that's what we do. That's human nature. Samach Parshazula Klalas Lomar, Shah Yisrael, Nodimbe Sara, Kiyakov, Yaakov Avinu himself. She no debate Sara, he did Maisar Mikol. Avaloki Yaakov Mikolvacha. Well, not exactly like Yaakov, because Yaakov also did it when he wasn't but Tsaris. Avaladaros at Darkam Kasalamo. Shinodrim Bay Sara. Ubavor Sufat Saravit Sukha. Hey Mishar de Mishavan Sarum. And after the Sara leaves, maybe we forget. Maybe we don't fulfill. It says the goal of life is to take upon ourselves responsibilities and Saras and not Saras. And Nidarin and Shvuis and and Kharamim and Akdeshos and Arachin without the Tsaris. We shouldn't need Perak Chavav to get to Perak of Zion. Perak of Zion should exist on its own when everything is Beshekidu Beshalva. 
And then we should be Zoha to be able to have the proper mindset and Havana and to have all the levels to have the Limud, the idea, and the Havana in order to know what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us and to appropriately be no dare everything that it is in our potential to give to Him, whether it's time, whether it's effort, whether it's money, whether it's any area where we feel that we could give to HaKadosh Baruch Okay, we'll stop here. Next time we start with a new Sefer. Sefer Ba Midbar.